<laughs> no, I cannot believe this. She was a, a dictator. Anyways, he embezzled money. Mm. And he embezzled money and. Yeah, he, he bankrupted the pub. <laughs> he bankrupted the <laughs> He did it to so, the point of bankrupting. When, when, when he was doing these things, I'm not noticing the Rolex. I'm not noticing all these things that he's buying for his daughters, all the holidays he's going for. I'm not noticing them. But in the end, you're like, hmm. <laughs> 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 we are so deep in the red. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know to make them Alright, so um, welcome back to the BTTS podcast. Um, I'm going to introduce the crew with me today. To my right, I've got um, King Zimei, the king of fashion. Um, <laughs> he's got all these really cool purple pants right now. Cool ass t shirt, you know, Kingsley, G Shock Down, Fresh Vibes. To my left, I've got Forbes on his work vibe, Tech Brew. Um, <laughs> yeah, just looking cool. And we've got a special guest in the house. Today he's here as a guest, not as a member of the team. It is our favorite director, um, up and coming worldwide. Um, yeah, you're going to remember. This interview is very important. Very, very important. Very important. I, I really feel like that. <laughs> yeah, all of you that are here right now, yeah, you should. Um, it's full privilege. So, yeah, we've got Cheryl Pinero, Timmy, Timothy. Um, Cheryl takes Twitter sometimes. You know, as many things in the house. Welcome. Thank you guys for having me. Oh, it's a pleasure. I really appreciate that. It's an absolute pleasure. This is going to be fun. I'm going to enjoy my <laughs> Director, stand-up, creative, podcaster. Ash has a lot to tell He has a deep bag, man. Like, she will just be doing cool shit. Let's start. Wait, one second. Actually, I listened to the last episode with Larry. And um, me and him actually have a very similar career. Like, <laughs> like there are points where like a path like meets. In, in a I promise you. I, can't I wait swear to hear God, I've never actually told you those guys this thing. I can't <laughs> wait to hear this. But this is one minute. I swear on everything holy. When I was in year nine, I went to school in England, right? From Green Springs with you guys, yeah? And obviously when you're in a new school, you want to like start a new like chapter, new life, new friends, like... You've moved basically like you can be anyone you want to be. So I swear to God, year nine, before we like, as we're all like getting to know each other, I tell like a bunch of guys for some reason that I was in the Nigerian under 16s oh for football. God. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. Not him thinking that is dissimilar to me. He barely played with them. I could have passed the and they were like, what? And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, you're, but you're 13, you're 12. And I was like, <laughs> I was like yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh I did. And then they played football with me like a bunch of times, like three aside, five aside. And then one day, like a month later, one of them was just like, guy, you're, you're not who you say you are, bro. You're not a fucking Nigerian. Wait, like, did they play with you? They played. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. The story that better encapsulates <laughs> children. This story should have been. I don't even know why I didn't think about that. That's the thing about Cheryl. Like every story he tells you is only going to be unique to Cheryl. Are you guys qualified now? As we go along. So, um, let's get into a big. I imagine it's a big moment in your life. You just shot the longest film ever. Longest film. Your ever. longest film. Your longest oh, my, film. Yeah. Your longest um, film. Yeah. No, the, I, the last short film I shot before this was as long. Was he? Was it? Yeah, it was it was uh, almost as long. Yeah, definitely almost okay. as long. But this is your biggest. But this is the biggest thing I've done. Yeah, the biggest show that I've done so far. 
Um, it's called Death Grip. Uh, it's about a guy who kills someone in a hit and run, and then de- uh, develops this um, like. Can you tell them about how I helped you come with the new? I will, I will, I will, I will, I will, I will. It's about a guy who kills someone in a hit and run, and then develops this like fetish, this like sexual fetish for killing people, and you know, kind of goes crazy and. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, I came up with the idea. In 2019, I believe, or 2020, I actually called you yes, when did. I came up with the premise. Um, I was driving on Thurman Bridge and we were yeah. driving really, really fast. And I thought, what would happen if we killed somebody? And people were just like talking about what they would do if nobody saw them. And I was like, oh shit, that's a good idea for a movie. And I uh, spoke to Kingsley about it. And then one day, like, after, I didn't know how the story was going to, like, continue from there like okay kill someone nobody sees him what happens next and like for months i was like struggling with the idea and then one day i had a really really bad day at the office and i'm like i'm going i can't wait to go home and just like fucking jack off right now (laughs) (laughs) and i was like oh shit oh my god like what if the guy like just did that because he was so stressed that Yeah, so I was like, right, I'll make a movie about that. Let's see. That sounds like kind of interesting to me because it's so fucked up and weird. So I was like, all right, let's do that. So, obviously, yes. we live in Nigeria. And <laughs> this is not a very normal storyline you hear in Nigeria. Was there any, yeah, how did you, was there any doubts? Did you ever feel this was not like... So, when I was writing it, so I, was, I started writing it during COVID, yeah, and like the way the 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 COVID, table. No, it happened. The table in my room where I sit, yeah. There's a picture of my mom and dad, like above it. So when I was writing the idea, obviously, like this guy is going home and doing all these weird things. Like I look at the picture, I'm like, oh fucking, hell. <laughs> this is so bad. But like the like, Wahala child in me was like. The, the worse like, it felt to write, the better I knew the idea was because I was like, it just felt really cathartic and like very, like, don't go there, so I have to go there, sort of thing. Yeah, provocative. Yeah, I was just like, oh, this is so interesting. Like, it's, it's getting me right up. But like, I didn't send that because I was just like, I'm the only person that can probably tell this story. I don't know anyone that's going to tell this story. It's, everything else is so, you know. Typical. So typical. So the interesting, story, the, the interesting like, things. Don't get me wrong. There are a lot of people doing a lot of great things in Hollywood right now. But I was just like, this story is very different. And I was like, I love, I love stories like this in general. So. I didn't even think of it as Hollywood. Yeah. I guess in like by default. By default, yeah, of yeah, course. Yeah. It's a very. So, uh, I mean, my mom read this. I don't think she wow. read everything. Yeah, she read, like, she read it. I think she read the first like. 10 pages mm. but then some crazy shit happens in the first 10 pages some crazy shit happens in the first two pages so you know i don't know yeah 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 um no no go on go on, go on. did did we mention the fact that um kingsley and shopsy and maybe me were extras in the shoot at oh, a point yes, yes, a wedding yes. scene yeah. Movie debut, uh, yeah, King's movie debut. Yeah, check uh, us out. I don't can. think uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I made final cut that day. That day was so hot. Yeah, it was and hot. So I, the way I was, I was like, nah, I'm, I'm not about to be in a movie like this. <laughs> so, but um, I was, I was at the shoot and it was great. But it's like, I actually, I can't, I can't wait for, I can't wait to see it. Um, so thanks you guys for coming to the shoot. But like, honestly, like making that film or rather making it f- doing anything worthwhile in Nigeria like is a labor of love like I don't know if you any of the three of you have any experience with a group of people working under you but in Nigeria you have to be um, what's the word you have to micromanage the fuck out of people right. and it's so like you, know, you, you think people like would assume would know things just based on okay you're this age and you've been working for this many <laughs> years in your field mm-hmm. like when i say i like this you should have a 99.9 percent idea of what i'm talking about and if you don't maybe you just would ask but then in nigeria that doesn't happen so like there's just so many like barriers on a infrastructure level and also like a human level so I don't know if you want to reveal any. No, I don't. I don't mind. I don't mind. So yeah, do you want to tell us about some of the issues you 
came up against some of okay the- so i'd say the the biggest like <laughs> the biggest fuck up to me yeah that was just so this is everything that's wrong in nigeria right now is actually there were two two or two things one was this lady uh we have a we have to do a shoot at like let's say five in the evening and we get there for i get there for two my exes are going to get there for three and we need to start shooting between actually we need to start shooting between five and six so we all get there and we know how much of an important day it is because we're dealing with sunlight right so uh i'm doing like the camera blockings camera blockings when you're like just positioning the camera where they're going to be i do the camera blockings that's like takes 45 minutes then my actors come in smash the rehearsal in like 20 25 minutes uh we've already been there for like maybe like 30 minutes already just like hanging around just waiting for everyone to come so we've been there for at least all the hrds head of departments have been there for at least and at this point an hour and a half two hours almost and then the actors are, i said i told the actors go get changed go see my main actor uh my lead he's he's ready then i go see uh my uh, actress she's getting her wig and everything and i'm like where's your apron and then the costume designer like hears me say this and he's like oh sorry director sir we need to i forgot the apron in the kate where i forgot the apron in the kate in the hostel i'm like well you've not been you've literally not been doing anything for the last hour and a half to two hours like you've not been doing anything you could have checked I really what like, the hell you could have just checked like it's i mean her name is her, her title is in the job costume director and like this someone she's at least 35. <laughs> at least and you know like nigerian women can look really like young and be old so she could be fucking 50 bro i don't fucking know <laughs> and like it's she's been doing this for easily 10 years and like so she has to now go back to ikate in uh, russia and come back to vgc you know, so just things like that, you know, like I had a newspaper headline that was meant to read uh, rituals continue to persist in Lagos. Ritual killings continue to persist in Lagos. I paid 35000 naira for the newspaper and they spread rituals with, with uh, R-U-T. Rituals, yeah. Just stuff like that. First of all, they're, they're, they're overcharging for newspapers. <laughs> 35 racks, god damn. Well, the fuel thing, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't want to tell all the other stories that led up to that. But basically, there was a point where we had to rush to get to a particular location. Mm. So it's my car and like a bunch of other. No, I didn't have my car then for another reason entirely. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so like um, I, there were like a there were a bunch of cars. There was a convoy of cars, but the main car is the crew car. It's a huge van, right? So we're all leaving, we're going to Lek for we're going from Lekki to Ikoi. And then all of a sudden my producer's like, the crew bus has stopped. And at this point it's maybe two AM in the morning. I'm tired. I'm stressed. I'm very irritable. And I'm like, why why is the crew bus stopped? And we now go back. And we're time sensitive at this point. And then the crew driver who he doesn't look he just, I know he's not smoking weed. But he looked so like cozy and comfortable, like he just didn't give a fuck, you know. And I'm like, what's happening? He's like, I didn't there's no petrol in the bus. And I'm like, where we are just shot at yet, we were there for like four or five hours. You got easy bus petrol. And I'm like, why didn't you buy petrol? And I was like, because if I went to her, her being my producer, she would say that she's giving money for petrol that I should source up myself. And I just I flipped. I flip for like this country is. See, I'm one of those directors. I don't change. <laughs> <laughs> I know the thing. I didn't. I did not want to be that. Like I remember when. No, no. I I, I remember yeah. setting out like in the beginning that my main goal was, um, all I want to do is just focus on the story and focus on my actors. I want, if everyone does their job. <laughs> If everyone just does what they're supposed to do, like literally the bare minimum, you do. I mean, you do have that. You do have that, but like only even they can do so much. Like because the only person that gives a shit about the creative vision the most is just me. The producer is trying to make sure everyone is just going in is in as much order as they can. The first lady is trying to make sure that everyone is doing. 
the job to the best of the ability. But like, even think about it now, the first AD isn't going to go to the costume. The first by assistant director isn't necessarily going to go to the costume director, the costume designer and be like, do you have all the clothes that we need for today? Because it's only one outfit. It's in your job description. It's one outfit and maybe one or two other things. Like, how can how can he how can he think that? And I spoke to Daryl Light on <laughs> apparently. But I, I spoke to Daryl Light on the director of Ojukokuru and Knock Our Blessing. Um and he said to me, yeah, I was telling him all of this, like, just lamenting, and he was just laughing at me because he's been. This guy asked his prop guy for a steak. What I, what do you think I mean when I say that? Steak, beef. Beef. Okay, yeah, you right? Yeah, beef. Okay, right by this nigga brings him a wooden stick. Like a knife, like a steak. A steak knife for a vampire. Like a, like a steak, yeah, like those strong steak, right? yeah. S T A K E. Yeah. Like what movie are we shooting that we need? That we need. Isn't that like a pitchfork? Maybe it was a devil character. He's one to shoot a movie like. But like they were really low. A bit. I'll end on this. They were really low moments in the film, and like no matter how like bad it got, I was still enjoying myself. I was still having a lot of fun. I was like, okay, like. Okay, for like last night, for instance, yeah, I did some stand-up at Bogoberry. And as amazing as it felt, like, oh, shit, I wrote this, I practiced it, people laughed, good crowd, blah, 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 And I was like, hi, for, you know, four minutes, whatever. As amazing as it felt, it didn't feel as good as, like, my worst day on set. Wow. Yeah. That's, so, that's crazy. When people say, find your passion and you never work a day in your life. <laughs> so, so, like, that's, that, that's good to hear. That's, yeah. That's I'm glad uh, that you're here because you know I'm a big fan. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a big fan of movies, big fan of yourself. So it's a nice year to have, you know, pick your brain a bit. Mm. So I think you're very talented. Like, you did stand up yesterday. I was there. Shopsy was there. Absolutely killed it. Like, it was. <laughs> I saw some clips. And it was quintessential Sean Pinero. And I feel like anybody who knows him will know exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> so I just want to wonder... Do you envision yourself going into things like that? Like, are you just strictly a director? Are you going to do stand-up? Do you want to act? Do you want to write television series? Like, what is... Um, so my first... And, like... Kumar is your mistress, Abby. Yes. Okay, so yeah. My wife is... Like, my first... My true love is, like, film. Like, I love... Because I think... And I think everything else is so... Like, I love stand-up. I love acting. Like, I want to... When I go... When I go back to London uh, in a bit... I definitely want to like go to like acting classes, and um, and like even DJing as well. Like I'm in a huge like house music phase right now, and I really want to like just practice DJing, you know. And um, photography, I'm, I'm, I love photography. Yes. I love taking photos. But all these things I've actually realized are just like different parts of film. So like I love it. I love it. I like a good film that has jokes. You know, I like a good film that has, like, an amazing soundtrack, which is why I want to try a DJ. And I love acting because, you know, damn, I can't believe, like, you know, people can actually, like, transform and, and do that. Like Woody Allen, bro. <laughs> God forbid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you... <laughs> I know, I know, I know, I know. Oh, Jesus. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. But, like, yeah, all the... Um, and you know, I that shit, and uh, cinematography and photography are like you know cousins you know so like i love doing all these little things they're yeah, great to just you know try different things but like film is my p yeah like, i think if i was a great photographer a great comedian or a great dj or a great actor and i wasn't a great filmmaker i feel like i had failed <laughs> so, Damn. Um, Damn. I mean, if I was, if I was, you know, if I was in the, uh, doing one on the bills, I'd be cool. But like, <laughs> I'd probably, yeah, I'd probably just be. No, I won't be too happy. I don't think so. So, yeah. Um, I was thinking, <laughs> Sean was saying some of his jokes today, and um, <laughs> I wonder, like, as a kid, like, are you that kid that like? said stuff to your parents like and got reactions or did you did you sort of grow into this because i like you know hearing your movie sets your jokes you obviously like you obviously have a very interesting mind like you like to provoke your thinking you're not yeah (laughs) 
you know, like you think what it, like where we're concerned, like wow, that's that's interesting. You know what? I'm gonna make a movie about that, or you know, what, that's interesting. I'm gonna tell a joke about that. So, were you always that person, or did you like <laughs> have you become this guy? About that? No, I think I, I've always been this guy. Um, I don't think I ever practiced on my parents because my dad is like super fucking strict, and my mom is like a Jesus junkie. So they weren't really like my target audiences, yeah. but like my friends. In school, man, when school with them, yeah, like, yeah. yeah. my friends, I would just like try shit. Like I would I just, yeah. I, I'll tell you that you know, I can't believe that I'm as close to Peter. <laughs> <laughs> if you had told me this back then, I would have said that is the goddamn. Did you see it? Yeah, it's funny because like I knew him before I knew. I guess because you said like a last thing that you remember, yeah. <laughs> but I remember just knowing that we there's one true Peter guy and he's tall. <laughs> so I'm glad I'm glad uh, that <laughs> I got to meet you and you were as interesting as I imagined. But uh wait, our audience we talk about some football <laughs> yeah, guys not feel left out. So Sean, what team do you support? Man United. So like Ten years ago, if you ask me this question, this is how I respond. The greatest team in Manchester, the greatest team in the North, the greatest team in England, the greatest team in Europe, the greatest team in the world, Manchester United. But I can't do that anymore. But that's I remember distinctively used uh, used to answer that question like that. I love it. <laughs> we need we need radical fans in every. Are you a, would you describe yourself as a top red? Are you a top red? No, but like, do you back the board? You, are you like, I want to back the team? Are you like Oli in? Like, like, or do you sometimes be like, no, actually, no, this is t- we need to start this. This guy. question feels like it's set up. I just love United. That's just it. I don't. I, I know that's a couple answer, but I just love United. When the team is doing shit, I fucking hate it. You know, I'm, I mean, sometimes like I'm an idealist, and I want, and I, I I'm. I'm hoping things will like turn around. Like I really wanted things to turn around for Oli. I really wanted things to turn around for Jose, but but they didn't. But like like Moyes, I knew that was shit. Ragnick, even I even knew he was not a good manager. But I just love, I love United. Ah, guy, I love United. I love United. Like my other fantasy is to be a football player, like Zidane, bro. Or play for my United. I have a whole backstory. Like, I can uh, That's a whole podcast on itself. Like, if I tell you the career I've had in my head as a footballer, bro, literally, like, I literally have... Oh, no, no, that's... Don't worry, we'll tell you, I'll tell you about that later. But, yeah, I'm a, I play for Barcelona. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, I play for... Wait, yeah, I play for Barca and United. And ACM, Basically, I'm a CM. Yeah, I got onto the team when I was 16. Oh. For the first like five years, yeah, that I was on. Are United? First five years, I was United. We won the Prem five times. I was instrumental in every single one of them. At what age? As from 16 to 21. <laughs> then, yeah, we're about to get rid of this podcast. <laughs> we're about to get this guy. Wait, wait, wait. Then, 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 then. Then I'm like, but like, as as I'm winning all these P's, yeah, as I'm winning all these P's, yeah, chill, chill. As I'm winning all these P's, yeah, like, I'm very, like, violent, like, I'm always, like, beefing guys, like, I'm always shouting. Exactly, he's winning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm always shouting, I'm always getting into fights, and then when I'm 21, my mom, she dies, and I'm like, fuck this. I'm going, I'm getting out of the game. Like, I go on retirement. And, like, I go my... So like I like I leave like the con- I leave Manchester like I'm growing my beard and like there's sightings of me like oh shit you saw Pinero like playing kids with little boys like they're just sightings of, like Bigfoot basically <laughs> and then maybe like three years four years later like I, I come on Joe Rogan's podcast and I'm talking about how. I'm talking about how I was like smoking weed and doing all these drugs and ayahuasca and Jorgen's like, do you want to come back to play football? I was like, yeah, I'll try. And then basically like, okay, I go I go back and I train in um, AC Milan, right? I train in AC Milan and they're like, guy, this guy still has it. I'm like, I'll give you a year. Give them a year. We win Champions League. Oh, God. <laughs> give them a year. We win Champions League. Give them a year. Champions League. Then AC Milan, <laughs> AC Milan won't design me because like nah, like and I would basically do like oh, a five. I want to do like I signed a contract, and I said they don't, they, need to, they don't need to pay me for the year. I'll just 
Just, just <laughs> one chance for free. <laughs> so when you guys left the group stage and you were scoring in every game, they didn't. You didn't really nah, I was like, nah, it's calm, don't worry. And I basically did five city tour for five years. But think about it, at this time, I'm like 27, 28. Cause I kind of. Like, like, I've gone to Barcelona. I've gone to Madrid. I've gone to Juve. I've done. I've just done one year. I'm that good that they want me just for a year. It's calm. And then I'll come back to United. You didn't win champs in those years. Yeah, I win. I don't always win champs, <laughs> but I'm winning prem. I'm winning, you know, yeah, champs. Yeah, yeah. I win enough. I'm like, and I come back to United, bro. Do you win Ballon d'Or? Come on, no, how man. many? How many? Come on, I should win one because I'm so politics. I'm such yeah politics, politics blah blah blah. blah. But I'm, I should give you two now. But like, it, I'm kind of like Kobe when Kobe was like six and twenty four, like eight, eight and twenty four, like eight was. When I was the violence, but since I've done my ayahuasca and everything, I've come back on it. Like I don't have any red cars, no yellow cars. Mm. Like I'm very, I mean, exactly. I come back to United. I'm like the guy, but I'm, I'm, I'm angry. I don't like the manager. No, I'm not fucking. I'm like keen now. Like I don't fuck with the manager, sort of thing. Like this guy doesn't know what he's talking about. Blah blah blah. And eventually, like push him out. I get my own manager in. And we're just winning. Just winning, just winning. Every Mbappe. season, I be. Not every season, but eventually Watch I become out, player manager. Dude. I become player manager when I'm in my thirties. Oh, by the way, backstory. Backstory. When I was in, when I was sixteen, yeah. England wanted me as a prospect, as a, as their footballer, yeah. but I'm Nigerian, so I'm hey, like, I'm playing, I'm playing for nine. But one day I spoke against the president. Oh. Because he was not, he was just like, he was trying to find the football club. And I was like, fuck you, like, the country is shit. Yeah. So I didn't play f- until you came back. I came back. Second time. I, I, I don't see the president had left. Mm. Obviously, we won the World Cup. Oh. Obviously, we won the World Cup. But I'm like, yo, England, don't worry. I got you. England, don't worry. I got you. So now, <laughs> so now, this, yo, about to end, don't, yo, you're going to love this ending. So now, yeah, I've picked. I've picked the new manager. He's done his P. Now I'm the player manager. Now I become uh, the manager. And now I'm the manager. But the board see me as too big. They're like, this guy is too powerful. We're going to sack him. And I'm like, eh, they're going to sack me. Calm. Cool. So I'm like, yo, England, can I have that job? And England still have won the World Cup. The board. The board, the United board sack me because I'm getting too big. So I'm like, I come, England, can you, you want, you want me to do that job, I come. So I win the World Cup with England. As the manager. There, as the manager. They never won the World Cup until then. Yeah, it comes home. It. And the World Cup is in England as well. Mm. And then... You went to Kilburn. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> and I now got to meet with like the FA and all these guys. I'm like, yo. How old are you? I'm like my 50s at this oh. point. I'm like, yo, you need to get these fucking glazers or whoever it is. Out the fuck out of here. You tell the FA. I, I, oh, I just tell all the like people that can do it for me to mm. get whoever owns United at the time the fuck out of here. Mm. And we basically form like a presidential mm. kind of P. Mm. And I become president of Manchester United. Hey. <laughs> Come on. I feel like this has to be a TV show. Oh, 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 oh. Actually, that's a good TV show. Oh, 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 oh. I marry a billionaire's daughter. I'm buying it. The billionaire dies. Babe. Let's buy United. Give it to me. We divorce. <laughs> I win it. Wait, wait. So your route to winning Manchester United is either winning twenty Champions League as a player or manager or marrying the right girl. <laughs> but I'm not gonna find that girl. I'm begging you, not find that. Nah, this is how I go to sleep, bro. I just like, ah, which part of the story do I want to be in? Like, I, <laughs> I might have to come up yes. I might my boss yes. I, like, no, I fuck yeah. with that. I fuck with that heavy, bro. That's that's very hard. That's very very fresh. Okay, <laughs> let's talk about real football. <laughs> Honestly, we told you that, Pedro. <laughs> Um, yeah, that was a bit of stand-up and script writing right there. <laughs> <laughs> um, what was it we were going to talk about today? Something happened. Zidane, PSG. Zidane to PSG. <laughs> what are our thoughts? I mean... Well, I mean, we're recording this, you know, the rumor just dropped. Um, yeah. hey, if he doesn't... I saw multiple reports on there. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, it's, it's pretty sure. Results. It's pretty sure. Pretty. Um, I mean, we always suspected this. So, it's what just, are our thoughts? So, is this Mbappe's power play? 
Is this Mbappe's decision? Is that what you're telling me? I think they'd have gone for Zidane regardless next. Now, even before this Mbappe contract, we we sort of felt Zidane was our next manager. So, I mean, but I guess Mbappe has to okay it. Yes. <laughs> now, I mean, you have to run it by him at this point. Um, it's very... So, Zidane's hand. Do you have thoughts? It's... I'm intrigued. This does more for Zidane than anybody. If Zidane wins this Champions League, I feel... I feel more like, than anybody. And that PSG side, if he comes in mm-hmm. after more all these five managers and wins, yes, more than anybody. Yeah, and wins because he only won it back to back to back. So he's not done it with a new club at PSG yeah. who fail Ooh. all the time. Yeah, and he's coming and won it. Yeah, that does crazy for that does crazy shit for Zidane. Bro. I think he has to do it twice because I think he's. I think it's like ninety nine point nine percent. But I think if he win. If you if you won the league with another team, mm. and yeah, I, I don't if know you if, want prem, it's if we won, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I feel like I you know think the fact that the never one is really big. Yes. Like it's like many guys have tried to feel, but at the same time, I also feel like, like to Shimon's point, it's like PSG are going to win Champions League soon. Yeah. Like they so just have to. So it would literally be him landing, but still. But that would still be being very unfair to him. Because you know what? You know what? If it was any manager who we loved, if it was Pep, you'd be going crazy. If it was Club that went and fine. If Fergie did that, it's kind of like the same thing, question that we kind of ask about Jalotti. Right. These champions are mad, but like, like, we want to see um, Zidane like sustain like in a league. I feel like I still want to see that. I mean, I feel like there are. We don't really put Zidane, like, yeah. the Champions League, do they have above club as a manager? No. I say, that's how many three to clubs won. But if, if he wins, won, the conversation will be made. And if he wins against PSG, and if he wins at PSG, to, it gets them a yeah. lot closer. Yeah, it looks closer. Yeah, like okay, is it closer? But like four Champions League should have it up. But like that league question, yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. But the thing is, but okay, but then I guess so. The question is, and I guess it's a problem, but that means. The only way out of this was because he won. Yeah, he won. Yeah, he, won. He, he has to come to the Premier League and win the Premier League. He's not asking about it. He has to. He he got, league, yeah, he has to like wait. If he was like wrestling uh, big for Barca, where Barca were doing that or something like that, like, he has to see it like. He didn't grind it out. Barca were really Barca like that. I don't know how to do it. Like, when Jose beat that one for them, it's like, yeah, Madrid were on it that year. Like, now. Well, it wasn't as competitive. That's why we don't look at it like that. If um, Conte wins Champions League this year, is he a better manager than Zidane? He thinks he already thinks Conte is a better manager. You think Conte is a better manager than Zidane? Uh, yeah, I, 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 I trust. Like, I, I might be kind to agree. In the Premier League, the I yeah, I think I think I I would agree with that. Um, like I think what got what got Conte over the edge for me, if it was just Premier League thing, it's the going back and being the guy to topple Juve's dominance is yeah. it's really it's harder. It's it's almost harder to do than to win the Champions League. It might be. You know, about three times in a row. Do you know one thing? It's almost like winning the Champions League three times in a row. And it's a very strange thing to say. It almost takes it away from it. It's almost like... It's almost like... I'm sorry, now, nah, but that's that's a hater bias. Because no, if you're no, a United no, fan... No, I'm a Zidane fan. No, 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 I like Zidane. Like, I'm a pro Madrid guy. But, like, my point is... And I, it's now like that team... And now they've, they've won it again now with Carlo how many years later... They won it with Carlo before Zidane. So it's almost like if Carlo has stayed, these guys are just so deep that they would just have been yeah, steamrolling like guys. Like, but if he had won it and then another team came that was deep, then beat him, then he came back and wrestled it again, and maybe over a five-year period he won three. It's because he did it with like pretty much the exact same. But the fact that it was just, these guys are just so deep, they're just going to take guys up. But there's a mental... Thing that you have to do to enter champs. He's still a very good manager. Yeah. 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 And you to do that three times in a row. Plus, if United did that with Fergie, yeah. But we were picking the league yeah. as well, though. If you, if when you buy Man U, either through winning twenty Champions Leagues or marrying this girl, <laughs> when you buy Man U and they offer you Zidane or Klopp, who would you pick and why? As Tell man. us why, yeah. As man. 
when I'm picking, which manager would I pick? I would pick. See right now, Blanchett gets one now. Who would you pick? I'm not gonna lie. Mm-hmm. I would say that because he's more exciting. More exciting because oh, I've only see, ever seen him in Madrid and with what he did in Madrid, he won two league, leagues. One league. One league. He won one league three and three champions. Oh, wait, league. did he win? I think I've won two. I think I've won two. Did he win with that best? Yeah, I think he won a league he won in the second year. Yeah. He won two Champions Leagues. Sorry, two leagues. He has won two leagues. And he's won three Champions League. That second league is yeah, yeah, because not because I'm saying Zidane is just obviously the better manager, but two leagues. I mean, three Champions League. I guess with Zidane we need a bigger surface. And it's now Zidane, like just the the stature of Zidane. I think the problem is that there's there's so many people in the Madrid team to give credit to. Like when we talk here, we gave credit to Perez. At that time, Ronaldo was at his peak. Bale was still doing a man. Ramos was at his peak. Modric, it's very. It's it's like it's very hard to give the manager credit. I guess he doesn't get that. We gave Pep credit. He doesn't get hella credit. But I feel like Pep. And I think the question mark I think there's yeah, Pep built that he didn't build that thing, he didn't invent his style of football. But Pep, um I feel like while I agree with that, he did like removing Bill, involving Esco more when they went into Diamond sometimes. He was the one that brought Asensio in that brilliant season Asensio had where he did actually contribute a lot. So like the the main the big players were already there, but he did tweak one I or two things. Like, I also feel like you have to pair cleared all the leagues. He won all the no. leagues as well. No, like no, no. It was three. It was two and three years now. La Liga, how many? Yeah, it was not two and three years. How long was, was it? Three and four. I think it was three and four. How long was it? La Liga. Maybe it was three and four. But I know with Jose, Jose, yes, and then okay. So I think I'm having managers this. Visible styles of play always get more fan love. So like yeah, Club Pep versus Ancelotti and Zidane because there's no obvious this is what they're doing that we can say. Like we can't say you can say okay this three at the back mm. other teams couldn't cope and he's overwhelmed and you get. But Zidane won't get the credits for all that nuance because it's not as easy. Like, but he must be doing something. No one has ever. Well, okay, no, teams are three Peter before, but no one doing these things. What's three Peter? Um, what these other guys? I asked one three in a row in the Crayther. Okay. But what these other guys have over them or over us the damn also is like their style of football like we know it can be like replicated it can go to another team and they could have like built multiple teams to play this particular way so we know it's the influence Ancelotti was at top clubs all this time clubs that generally compete in Champions League Zidane was around Madrid like you said with players that would have got him in those situations so like do I trust him like you like you're buying Manchester United now on a blank canvas like how do you trust someone that, yeah? Wait, are you going to do that and Carlo together and that? Yeah. Ah, but you trust Carlo. Why would you trust Carlo? I feel like I'll more so trust Carlo the manager. I feel like I'll more so trust the managers that have seen them like implement a style of football, build teams over again from scratch to play their particular week. It looks like their influence on the teams are greater. It's not about having a good team. But I feel like Carlo's body of work over 20 to 25 years. Maybe Carlo less so than Zidane, like I said, but definitely for I Zidane. would definitely like That's my question. I don't think it's definitely not a competition between me. In both Carlo and Zidane versus Club, I would always go Club. Like that's why, why, I, I agree with that. For sure. I'm just saying, I would just say that with Zidane, I think we definitely see do it at more clubs. Yeah. But with Carlo, I can't say I need to see him do a work club. Yeah, he's done it. He's done it everywhere. Like we can say he doesn't win enough leagues or this and that. But I can't say I doubt he can do well at my club. I haven't seen him in the grind, bro. I haven't seen him in the grind. Okay, so with, I haven't seen that. The, was it done yet? Yeah, like, yeah, like Barcelona went at Barcelona. He had to like kind of rebuild that team, like in his own like. He brought young players in. Like Piqué was young as. But I think it'll be unfair to Carlo, man. Like, we don't know Carlo, Carlo with all those AC Milan teams taking their Champions League winners, the way we did it all the time before him. Before him, they started getting finals consistently. Like, he brought your player. It was yeah, six it was years, like, they made three like, finals. Him less so than Zidane, but I feel like they were. Ready made for Zidane. Yeah, they were ready made teams 
to a lesser extent. So the, these ready-made teams, yeah, like when Zidane won the three P, yeah. So everyone knows in like club football, Champions League is like the hardest thing to do. Yeah. Mm. So, okay, yeah, I understand about how competitive leagues are, but the biggest pressure and the yeah, trickiest the prize, prize, the yeah. trickiest prize even is Champions League. Yeah. So to do that, not once, not twice, but three times in a row, and like there's supposedly no style of play but there's no obvious style of play versus like liverpool or like a psg or the other teams that lost against um that they they, that they beat that had very obvious styles of play then play then there's a style of play now ask a question. like even like this liverpool team we know exactly how they're going to play this madrid team you don't that's not necessarily a bad thing that there's no obvious style of play yeah. I'm just saying like so with Carlo it's like where their tactics where their obvious tactics is easy to give the manager credit for that but with guys like Carlo as a dad without give their credit for creating a good environment for stars to thrive what is Fergie's what does Fer- isn't doesn't isn't Fergie like both of them in yeah, that Fergie, sense yeah we've discussed that before Fergie is like both of them but Fergie became that also became that later in his career, like side delegacy training, I don't hold the training himself and all that. But it, I guess the difference between Fergie and Carlo, Carlo would be viewed as Fergie if he had won more than one league title in every country. If Carlo came to Prem and won it twice, then went to La Liga and won three in a row, then won, then he would be viewed exact. That's why Carlo isn't comparable to Fergie because Fergie, yeah. Fair enough. But I like that whole man management thing especially mind management like just being able to talk to your players and like ginger them like you know you're not the most creative you're not pep or club yeah but like just i trust this guy this guy trusts me you're gonna you're gonna deliver for me i don't need to say too much like you have just that's something that you cannot and even Pep and Klopp have that to an extent as well, but for Zidane and Ancelotti, they must have him even more than... Right, so that's what I was about to say. So, I guess there's something to be said for, because the truth is, Real Madrid tried for how many years to win La Decima? It was 13 years, I believe. I might be wrong, but I think it was over 10 years. And they always had the best players, they always had the best stars. It was when Carlo came, and then then Carlo came, they won Champions League, they lost it the year after, then they won three in a row. So you can say it was Carlo that instilled that winning mentality, that belief. It was something Carlo did that made them realize that he got them over the hump. There's no other way, there's no other way to put it. And now he's come back, we don't think they're that good. And he's gotten them over the hump again. So he definitely won a league as well. So he definitely has a magic touch and should get a lot of credit for that. But I guess again to Shopsy's point, there's only so much you can inspire average players. Like, yeah. but you feel like with a Conte, Conte might be able to get Spurs top four consistent. Hey, look at Carlo Everton. There we go. Yeah, he didn't do great because there's only so much you can inspire. Conte would have done right. So exactly. So to your point, it's like you can replicate this style everywhere. But I guess the thing for Carlo is. Maybe we should give him more credit for being able to handle stars than all these other guys. Because Jose, Jose has done when Jose has won the Champions League, it's been with the least star-studded teams he's had. And every time he gets stars, literally every time the Madrid team full of great players, he fell out with all of them. And Jose left Madrid in 2012, 11. So the same players, Carlo came two years later and got them over the hump and won the Champions League. No. And, you know, Jose had prime Ozo. Then Ozo leaves, Jose leaves, and then Carlo comes and wins the Champions League. So, yeah, I definitely think there's a lot to be said about... It's not just, oh, you can only win the lead players. It's, he's better with the lead players than other guys. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so... But we're interested to see how Zidane does. If yeah, yeah, that would be, be a good one. Yeah, I don't see him in the grind, man. Mm-hmm. Is not winning the league, but winning Champions League best him yet a failure for no. Zidane? No, no, PSG, no. they're so desperate, they won't care. Who cares? And why should they? In, but that's that's a unique... In fact, which club in Europe right now wins the Champions League and complains about not winning their league? Yeah. <laughs> like, Liverpool, maybe. Yeah. Like you said, we won the league, Liverpool, Liverpool. Okay, yeah, well, that's a unique situation. And they won the Champions League recently. Yeah, uh, yeah I guess that's a unique situation. But again, we say that, but... Like this it. season that he didn't win the Champions League, if they won that Champions League final against Madrid, 
forget even that would have been a treble, even if they hadn't won the two other cups. Yeah. You won the Champions League, yeah. what are you gonna tell us? Yeah. Like, it's like, oh, so yeah, yeah the Champions League is as well, yeah, sexy, as, as, yeah, as what you call it. Oh, I don't know what I was gonna say. Never mind, yeah. carry on. Um, I'm hearing Frankie Deonk close to being the oh, no, in fact, forget Frankie, um, Darwin to Liverpool. Interesting. So that's that's pretty much. This hasn't been done by the time. You know, it's one of those things. I'm actually torn. Like on one hand, I feel somehow that you know they've hijacked it, and now when he balls, it's like damn, because he is going to ball. Like the Liverpool attacker is going to ball. So like now when he plays, it's going to be damn. Like we needed these goals, but at the same time, given the state of our team, like eighty mil, eighty to hundred million euros, I don't want to. I mean, they can more. I don't even think it makes sense based yeah. on his profile, but they can more afford to take gambles like that than we can. Like, we can't, we can't, we have to, if we, if we had done that and then we didn't have enough money for Frankie, Frankie. that would be stupid. So, I'm very, yeah. I see what that. Very surprised about mm-hmm. this Liverpool, because I have, yeah, I've, been a bit, I've been away from United, you know, it's a toxic relationship right now, I'm just mm. not really, you know, I says it's funny, I love the game, well, God damn, anyway. So I haven't really been paying paying attention to the transfer news. So when I saw the other day that he was closer to Liverpool than United, I was like, "Raw, like, what what the hell is going on?" But I feel now like if Liverpool are willing to pay eighty million euros for him, how good is this guy? Like, I'm really, really quite scared now. I feel like, well, again, so it goes back to what I said. Like, it's a trap. Like, in the sense that. He will come to us. First of all, if he come to us, he won't pay as well for us as he will for Liverpool. Mm. Offer it. That's just. So he will come to us for 100 million. I'm like, why do we hell do we spend 100 million? He'll go to Liverpool and he'll automatically get 25 all comps. Ooh. And then it's fair enough. Like, and then if he does more than that, it's like great signing. But for us, it's like he'll come to us now, score 17, 18 all comps, and we'll just be like, I don't want to Right. So. I like the I like the decision to not compete. I like mm-hmm. that. I like prioritizing one with Frankie and like, I think that's smart financial mm-hmm. business. Like, I'm just scared. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm what do you think? Um, it's odd. Yeah, that price tag is a lot, and just the ticket, they know how to get back for their players. They got that much for draft fees that time. Mm. I don't know how long they got for Ruben Diaz. They got a lot for him. He got quite a bit for Cancelo, so I don't know how they knew shit. But, um, yeah, there's the normal if he signs for Liverpool, would probably be good because our attacker did the bank. But um, it's, quite, it's deviating from the norm quite a bit for us in the profile of the player and how much we'll be spending on him. I think interesting that you were saying that, yeah, that um, do we need a um, different look of different type of night? And um, all things, thinking about what I thought about it, yeah, maybe you're right. I feel like that might be kind of what we lost with Firmino, like, just like the focus on the ball sticking instead of just having runners in behind. So, yeah, if you can have a focal point, that could make sense. And maybe that's what Klopp is seeing. And he scored two goals against us in Champions League. Um, Past the LSA 1v1 test, past the Konate strength test. Um, but Dyke test was the hardest players. Yeah, but Dyke listed him as one of the hardest players he's played against, and he mentioned Aguero and then said a few other players, Messi, and then said him. So that's good to see. Um, or maybe I already he clocked did. the um, quickest time in. The second quickest time in Champions League last season, so he's big, strong, fast. He's looking like people say, like physically, just a specimen. Um, Brian, so yeah, hungry guy. Would you rather keep? Would you rather keep Mane because? You, you see how fucking disrespectful Bayern were to Liverpool? He has, has, how long does he have uh, money have left? Next year of his Would you rather keep money or let him go? Or get this guy. And get this guy? Um, that's a good question. Um, I think I would rather, I'd rather keep money. As I'm thinking short term these days, let's just... And if money is going, one man one from Bayern is not at 40 m on Lewandowski. I want any quick result. Like, this team is so good right now. And if we start, like, chopping the team up and all that, it's like a rebuilding. I feel like now we're close to it now. We're just, like, we can ship out Henderson and get a proper, 
a baller in midfield, and yeah, we can go for the quadruple again next season. By the time you lose money, like, it's a different. Oh, they will compete though. They should compete. If they keep the same team, I mean, a quadruple is a once in a distinct thing, but like, they will reach quarter semis of all the comps and all that, and they will come top two in the league. Um, but yeah. I do think the thing with Darwin is, on one hand, like I think he's in score goals. Salah's the main goal scorer, this and that. But I do see how, and Diaz is a baller. But I do see how you know Martin, uh, Martin Mane is a sure entity, yeah. and you know there's always the chance. There's a Mane chance that he doesn't bank. But I guess if he doesn't bank, there's Jota. But yeah, there's there's a chance that you know this guy is good, but he's not that like good. Ball is breaking down. Yeah. And then it now becomes a P where they're second, but they're not as close. All these other uh, guys can be chopping at I like the certainty of knowing in all big games and having money and Saladi on my side. Like now it can be like Jota playing instead of Diaz. Like, yeah, it's just unknown. Is uh, Nunes better than Diaz and Jota? Like, is he a certainty uh, starter? Because if then. He gets to be better than one, though. Mm, okay. yeah, that's the better than one. Yeah. 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 I think Diaz is locked in. Diaz is locked in. Yeah, so yeah, hundred M's to be just better than one person. No, but yeah. Yeah. So I feel like yeah. Um, but that's the thing. So if he didn't cost hundred M, I would say you can bench for Jota sometimes. Jota scores goals. Jota has earned a place. So yeah, see. <laughs> like he's earned a place. So honestly, like I guess um, the price I don't think they. 100 M, but the wages I've seen being quoted are not that much. So, yeah. but it's like, much. then why are you paying 100, 100, 100k, 150k? Like, I don't think you need to. I mean, I guess money is a fixture in the team and is a big player, but Diaz is kind of a money substitute. Harry Kane would be around that, like, at the extra, like, like Harry Kane is not, no, 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 not yeah. that. Fair, but I'm saying the trans the transfer fee is a lot. Like I think the wages is very apparent that it's twenty two. Fair, fair. twenty two to sell on potential. Yeah, if he bangs at Liverpool and he scores a lot, like, he's selling for like at the very least, at the very least, three hundred. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like and it's like twenty two. It'll be interesting to see how he does how he does in Prem. Um, I think well, he's getting a new striker. Right? Yeah, it's and I mean I'm not gonna enjoy a new striker at Liverpool, but nine club like a new good striker in Prem to watch if he's good. Um, it'll be interesting to see if yeah, we'll just see how he does. Um, I think he's gonna get a soft line. I think he's doing the best thing for him. Yeah. Apart from going to win the Champions League, it's like if you get exposed at my Liverpool, like, trying to get into crossing all balls into the box. Yeah. But this guy's shot. Good manager. Yeah. Very good manager. Yeah, you're saying you're happy with this guy's wages. Mbappe is happy for one MAV. Mbappe won it so strong, you guys know. Yeah, it's FSG. Well, for him, down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Joining, yeah. It's a great... The only problem is that it's living in Liverpool, really. But other than that, it's everything else you want. Uh, are Liverpool the second biggest club right now in in England? Who the biggest? United, obviously. Yeah. What do you say? Liverpool is oh, number two. No, Define biggest. biggest. Oh, hey. Define biggest. Oh my Fans. No, as in fans are more. Yeah. Glo- globally, like. So family. Yeah, family. Relevance. Re- okay, who's the most relevant club? I think it's still United because yeah. of how bad we are. Mm-hmm. But I think it's United is Liverpool. I think. Um, yeah, because City would be the other one in the question. I and it's not City. City don't have any. City don't have fans. Chelsea either. So well, Chelsea, I would, have, I would have said Chelsea is in the mix. Maybe they're yeah. No, not us. But only Liverpool recently, though. It's not. It's only when they started. But the thing is, when you think of fan base, though, in terms of numbers. No, in terms of it's like, those like, like, was popping more. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now they're popping more, but I'm saying even when like they were not popping, in terms of the numbers, numbers, they were still like had more than. Yeah. Probably not just in City combined. Like the gap was big. Yeah, like maybe a lot of people are even don't know about football. Like forty years. Yeah, Manchester United back there. Kingsley, why don't you support Liverpool? Kingsley, why don't you? Is that support? My dad supports. My dad supports Liverpool. 
Arsenal, yeah. The boy as in why but I what's your own story basically? Oh David Beckham got me bro. Yeah. Oh, okay. Fair. You know, I was I was oh, really yeah. thinking, And you think you can influence all the value for could make you switch on your pops. No, this is all player, bro. Don't worry, no yeah, yeah. Very few David Beckham's bro. Yeah. Leave him. Leave him. Look, everybody go you fire David Beckham. The team is balling. My dad and also Young City boys, you see the brother, that's David Beckham to them. My dad was a are you forgetting David Beckham? You know what? We got to respect David Beckham. My dad wasn't deep in Liverpool at that time. You know, Liverpool was trash. So he wasn't really pushing me. Yeah, yeah. But there were times I was wearing Liverpool jersey. So do you think if your team is trash, you'll be pushing it? We are suffering together. You're going to push it, even if it's trash. So, so, so if you try to have the matches that you have stopped watching for the better quarter as well, you start watching that. Yeah, I can't do it. Football is a bonding thing. I want to be bonding for a So, we go to games, like, mm. so you just know, be like, I'm Even if you're bad. bad. So, like, now that, like, let's say, so, like, now, like, if you're bad for, like, the next few years, or see, do you want them to go to the club? Yeah. It's not come up. All of a sudden, you can't have it, so you start taking it to trash games. <laughs> No, but I feel like first of all, with United, I really don't think that we will ever get below a top half. Group. We'll be like top two. Oh, yeah, I think so. I really I'll do think. I see a winner, but and then merch. I don't see myself ever like missing majority of United games. Mm. Like I don't really see how that is a reality. That's what I was saying. You know, a difference between both generations too is when we were growing up in age, we could we didn't have the Premier League as consistently. Mm. So it's not like. We had our dad watching games with us yeah, and we were watching the games together and rooting yeah. for and read together. Like, we sort of found our teams yeah, socially. Yeah. So now it's like growing up, all you remember is watching Manchester United. Like, no, guy, no, there's no way. Don't worry. You're trying to scare me. But I don't okay. mind this guy. My nephew is deaf for me. Don't right need I'm psyched yeah. by myself. Hmm. As, As in, the yeah, guy will just go to school. One team is popping. Every day they are cruising me. So I can just go and watch match my popsy. This guy's gonna love me anyway, I mean. This is where the popping guys are supposed to I mean. Let me happy in school. But you as a kid were you were supposed to live up on day one, great. I'm from you good now. Yeah, no way. I'm coming from a different world. Yeah, I know. I feel different. Thanks. I'll be with any friends. Actually, yeah. Shout out Arsenal. He sold yeah. out, man. He sold out. How do you sell? I was watching him. It's actually crazy that Roy Keane took Kurak and Patrick Vieira, bro. Right. That's so big. <laughs> As he match and I think I just high bar. Right? Yo, Keane Kane is not losing <laughs> to Vieira. Keane is not losing to. Have you seen the size of Patrick? When the, this year, those guys are there to brush him. I feel like he's racking by height. This year, those fans are there to brush him. Oh, they try to brush him. Maybe Vieira does feel that. I feel like Vieira. Has enough of that dog in him uh-huh. to that the physical capabilities are to win over. You mean King will have the dog? King have, no, King have more of the dog. Roy, Roy King. dog, <laughs> Roy King is Irish, bro. Whoa. Roy King is Irish, bro. Roy King and Patrick Vera is a fight to death. Like, I know. It's a fight to death, bro. Like, 100% Vieira has that dog in him, one of the greatest DMs in footy, box to box, then whatever I wanted what to call him. He's, he was a leader of men. But guy, you guys are forgetting these Roy Keane stories. He's a sicko, bro. They're dying there. <laughs> like Roy Keane is an... Roy Keane... Do you, how long is Popsy? Yeah. Roy Keane said you. Imagine what it takes to say I'm going to injure somebody and actually like give them... In, yeah. Like that's it crazy. Should be banned from the game. It should be. I think that's why the most unsportsmanlike man yeah, like. Yeah, that is. It is. You know, he's a sicko. He's a guy. Yeah, his locker room stories and management stories. The guy's on hinge. <laughs> well, one thing him. about him though, <laughs> he has never lied in his life. <laughs> <laughs> All the truths he spews about the Fergie era are factual. Oh, wow. I was giving his uh, nephew. Um, Trial and you know, Fergie was not running Manchester United. Like, no, he just exposed that Fergie was running Manchester United like Dragaman. He just exposed We know that. And we took that because we at least we have us. You guys got something. You guys got something. All you like, but it was illegal. What was illegal? 
everything. It wasn't. Conspiracy theory shops. He had the FA in his pockets. Conspiracy theory shops, you know, today, crazy. Pep, Pep, should buy them too. Club, all these guys. It's not about money. So what's that about? Stretches deeper than that. Their blood ties. I stretch back. Hundreds of years. I can speak on that. Um, I speak big trouble. There's this crazy Roy King story that I shared with Busby Babes once. That's the United Group chat. And like basically, shout out for admin. I think uh, who, what what teams did Roy King manager back? Sunderland. Sunderland, yes, it was Sunderland. So this guy, he's like, he has to go. It's his job to go collect um, urine from like players so they can do the drug test. Yeah. <laughs> so he goes into like a uh, at the end of the game to like the Sunderland uh, dressing room. And they've just been fucked. Like, they've just been being maybe like 5 0 or whatever, whatever. Like, at home as well. And then Roy Keane is just like tearing into them and just saying how they're shit and they're useless, all that, blah, blah, blah. blah. And then, <laughs> and, and like, they shouldn't even be football players. And then he now points at the guy like holding the cup for the pee. He's like, you, you shouldn't even be fucking um, this uh, guy that is like um, holding the pee cup or whatever. Or something along those lines. And just like, Degrading the players, basically. Um, I don't know, man. I, that story makes me, it makes me love him even more. How much do you have to hate <laughs> the players at your club to say, you know what, you need to bring your rookie to do with you? <laughs> no, where did they finish the season before? We I really, I really think that. We should just have Roy King just there, just standing there, just walking <laughs> yeah. around in Old Trafford. Yeah, I feel like that's probably what you guys need. Yeah, Roy King should have ripped it to Marshali a couple of times. Yeah. yeah. Do you like quit football or start performing? You ever seen that movie Whiplash? Yeah, yeah. Oh, terrible movie. No, no. Whoa. <laughs> have you guys seen Whiplash? No. Oh my God. You put me I, up, I think that, that might be the worst movie I've seen in my life. I remember him saying this. Actually. Literally all that happens in this yeah, movie. Have you seen Whiplash? No. All that happens in this movie. From the second it starts mm. to the second it ends, oh, you guys drum it, and there's this old white man just insulting it, degrading it, and you cry, you go home, walk out, drop, and you press this guy, come back to class, drop, go, go, degrading it, that was your shit, I drum it. Shit, you're the worst, you stone him, and check your shit, you gotta go home, drum, first day, you know what? I can't be with you again. I have to go and drop and impress this old man and walk. Go there and drop. <laughs> and at the end, I can't remember what happened at this point. I was tired. I was pissed off. I was, the person that told me to watch it was crashing next to me. I was filming. But um, in the end, um, yeah, next. So um, in the end, I think he um, he got some sort of a vision that apparently made it all worth it. This guy that was blasting him the whole time, they even like, I'm not even know that. At least like plug the guy with something, and that they really said, or like, drum in the like no one can no one can deny that. I don't lie. It's what happened in the movie, and he thinks it's good. Jake Intimans plays is based on but it was it's essentially that I liked it because it's just like a story of trying to be great by all means like you can easily that story is a football story like a footballer trying to be a footballer it's a basketballer trying, a chess prodigy trying to be, it's just that story but the other the teacher is an asshole yeah sure but I just I think it makes for a great story but yes it's exactly that and to hate it that's a completely do you have a um... yeah any big movies oh, that you hate? Oh, ah, that I hate. I hate, oh, this is controversial as fuck. I hate um, The Boy in the Striped Pyjamas. Mm. Have, have you seen that? that? Yeah. Have you seen it? And I was like... Has anybody seen Hustle, though? Sports podcast, movie guy on here, Adam Sandler, new movie. Oh, yes, 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 yes. I'm, I'm definitely That's out on Netflix yeah. now. Yeah, the trailer looks really good. Yeah, Adam Sandler just had a hit. His last one was Cut Gems. Adam Cut Gems was. If he goes again, it should be crazy. He goes again. Yeah. He goes for another classic after Adam Cut Gems. Fuck. He can give us more. Sports again. Let's start the dialogue. Yeah, he's a little bit. Yeah, that's the baller. Red League Legend. Red League Legend. Oh, you. You're gonna say why do you hate the boy with the striped jacket? I haven't seen it, but I see everyone call it a classic, so it'll be fun to hear you rip into it. Um, okay, 
So I know he's like, what was he six years old, seven years old, maybe? He's like, yeah. a, he's very, he's a toddler basically, like a child. But like, how did you not know that? That was a concentration camp, bro. Like, you should not have walked in. There's a boy, and he lives in the house, and next to his house is a concentration camp. Mm. And he makes friends with another boy on the other side of the and they're like and the next friend and the old guy says oh something like come inside one time so he gets him like clothes uh, you go into his house no no gets him clothes oh on the concentration trap no way oh. no yeah gets clothes on the concentration trap and the guy goes underneath and goes to the concentration trap and gets cast oh wow we're probably gonna bleep this up fucking bring him in to the concentration See why you hate it. <laughs> we blurred out the whole movie part, but okay. She don't think that movie is trash, which is interesting. I want to ask, uh, what's your favorite ever sports film or movie about sports? Anyway, I like um, this one with um, Tony Soprano. What's it? Al Pacino. Um, Any given Sunday is really good. Al Pacino and. Um, Jamie Foxx. I really like. Really oh, remember the title. I was gonna say we're going all the that way back. Great. Remember the title. Really 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 and um, you know, favorite movies don't have to be classics. I'm not gonna lie. Me, I love Bender like Beckham. Yo, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. Mike. That's a shot. Like Mike Bauer. Like, I'll shout out Bauer. Really good. Space Jam. Michael Jordan. Obviously. Shout out my goat. Yeah, that's that's what we're saying. Saying. Uh, Coach Carter or, mm, or, yeah. or who's a who's a better coach, Coach Carter or Denzel from Remember the Titans? Remember the Titans. I feel oh, like it's just fighting racism as well, man. That's different. But I feel like the, the fighting breaks through the window. The yeah, kids, that's different. Yeah. The type of kids um, Coach Carter was coaching. Mm. Was yeah. Yeah. difficult. Yeah. Bad ass yeah. difficult. Yeah. So to get them to stay in line, yeah. and you don't want to go to school for nothing. Coach Carter will never step for that much, bro. Yeah. 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 They get like like C's or something, or stop getting F's. They had a Hall of Fame defensive line coach. The white guy was in the Hall of Fame. That was on his jeans, holding yeah. That that I know that that whole. I also want to shout out Kukaza for all the trends, social media trends. You know that because I'm hopeful. Uh, hopeful. Yeah, what's the analogy? You know the real or the TikTok is how to slap. Do you guys remember watching Go in school? I, Go the movie now. Go is that the um, yeah. yeah? I never watched that. Yeah. Yeah, I watched it in school once. I watched it child. Really? Never but I can't remember that, but what's it? Something new? Santiago Avenue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a Mexican guy. They went to Madrid. And they partied with Madrid. Newcastle after Hmm. And I need, like, overdoses on cocaine and stuff. In the movie. What? 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 What?